Well, hey, welcome to the Engage Life. My name is Brett. This is Desiree. We're under the direction and guidance of the wonderful Libby Dirks. Yeah. And whether you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, thank you for watching. If you're listening on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, it's an honor that you're taking 10 to 15 minutes out of your day and out mm-hmm. of your week to spend with us as we pull our faith from Sundays into real life. You know, yeah. We got a thing at our church called For Monday, which is yeah. where we break it all down into something tangible that we can use throughout the week. And I think it's super important for us to be able to articulate our faith in a way that works mm-hmm. Monday through Saturday. Yeah. Because Christianity was not meant to only live in the church because the church isn't a building, it's a people. Yeah. So when we can actually pull that faith into our real life, it helps us handle our situations and handle our business yeah. a little bit better. I think one of the, the problems of Christianity in the past is that we refuse to accept reality yeah. and we live in a state of cognitive dissonance. Oh, we're going Hello. there. We're going there today. I guess we'll just okay. go there because Why not? what happens is our brains can't actually handle this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, don't trust me. Trust Dr. Carolyn Leaf and you can look her up and watch YouTube things. Neuroscience. Uh, neuroscience. It's good. It's, it's good things. Mm-hmm. But our brain can't handle it because we say one thing, mm-hmm. but we do another thing. And we create these pathways in our brain where what we say and what we do don't, don't add up. up. And it becomes toxic thoughts and it creates this cognitive dissonance in our brain where we can't put it all together. Yeah. You know? We, we got to be honest about our faith. We got to be honest about our struggles. We got to be yeah. honest about what Jesus can do, but we have to be clear. And, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't make faith statements or we or we shouldn't boldly declare something. Yeah, but still be honest. Yeah, there's got to be a level of honesty to yeah. it. And part of the honesty, and I think the struggle for, for us to live in authentic, honest faith is that we don't always get how to apply the things that we learn and read in scripture. We don't know how to put it into practice on a yeah. day. We know how to do it. And then we, we say these great, amazing phrases like, you know, the chains are breaking and breakthroughs coming and, and all those things. We sing songs like, yeah. you can do it again. And, and I love all those things. I've said yeah. all of those things. But then you get to the car and you head to Swish LA if you're in Canada or you head somewhere else for lunch after church. Yeah. So you head out for lunch after. And by the time you get home from lunch, the breakthrough is gone and your chains are back and you're trying yeah. to figure out like, how do I deal with it? Because sometimes it's a quick fix. And I, I just need to be clear. I'm not saying that God can't do miraculous things because oh, yeah. he does. Yeah. But I think we have made excuses for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We've made excuses for our own behaviors mm-hmm. and our struggle mm-hmm. because we only want God to Instant. do something about it. Yeah. And we disregard the whole thing where Paul is talking in Romans and talking about the renewing and transforming of our minds and our thoughts because the thoughts is what actually drive our actions. Yeah. Before I, I do something, I think about it. Yeah. Before I say something, I think about it. Yeah. Our brains have the ability to take incoming and upcoming information, transmissions, and process it and then react in real time. Yeah. So as much as it as we like to say, I just did it and I don't know what it was, you, there's actually a thought process. Mm-hmm. And so we stop doing the heavy lifting. Yeah. Yeah. Because we like to blame it on God, good, bad, or ugly. Yeah. But there is a process involved. Yeah. And the way that we talk is is very, very powerful. Yeah. And um, if we've learned anything, like God is all about the process. There's always a purpose right. in the process. And a lot of times I think that's why sometimes, like that's why things don't happen instantaneously because there's actually, he actually has a purpose for you to learn in right. the process of getting you to the next point. Yeah. And sometimes we view that as a punishment. Yeah. But it's oftentimes the greatest blessing. You know, you don't get wine without crushing the grapes. Yeah. I don't drink wine, but for those who do, you're thankful for the process. <laughs> you know, like the, the pressing 
it happens the same way. You know, we got a juicer yep. right at home and the boys like doing the juicer. Yeah. And there's no greater feeling than seeing that like apple get just demolished in <laughs> one second. It's like, <laughs> the juice comes out and then you get to drink the fruits of your labors. Yeah. I wonder if the season that you're in is actually the juicer. Yeah. And the only way that God can use you, that you're going to become the product mm -hmm. or that desired outcome yeah. is for you to endure the process. And you're like, that's a punishment. No, that's not a punishment. That's just the process. It's a refining. It's yeah. getting out of you the very best, you yeah. know. And in a lot of cases, getting some of the other stuff that you don't need out as well. Yeah, it always. Extra it's extracting. Yeah. It always amazes me that you just put the whole apple in, like core, seeds, everything and yeah. then just the pure juice comes out yeah that always is like it's kind of a little amazing so the incredible thing is that when you go into the process you go in mm -hmm. with pits and the cores and and all those things and then it comes out pure yeah so there is like this refining process that it's goes necessary. on you know there is that whole stream of thought that says you know don't say it like if you got a cold, don't say that you got a cold because yeah. it's a negative confession and yeah. you're putting that in your mind. That's a whole stream of thought. Yeah. You know, I think that the root idea is probably an okay idea. Some would say that there's a biblical uh, basis for it. I won't even argue that. Yeah. I just think we take it in the extreme yeah. where we drive things underground Yeah. because you got a cold and you don't want to say it. You're coughing, you're snotting, you're doing your whole thing, mm -hmm. making a mess ignoring, all over the place. Ignoring. You ignore it and and then As your body naturally it. heals. You get to the other side. You say, see, I didn't have a cold. And, and it drives things underground. Yeah. That sounds funny when it's a cold. It sounds terrible if it's grief. Yeah. And you're yeah. not allowed to show that you're grieving. You got to put on a fake smile, put yeah. on a fake face, yeah. show up somewhere. Be like, I'm not grieving. My loved one didn't just die. Yeah. And you push it all the way down. You repress it. You hold on to it. Like I can tell you if you repress something and you stuff it down, it's going to come out later. Yeah. And I would say, like, what is it in our society now that has almost taken away permission to feel things? Mm. We can't feel. We can't experience. We can't express when we're going right. through something. We can't show, I don't know, weakness. We can't like it. So many different levels of that. But what is it yeah. that has driven us yeah. underground in a sense and i think this see I, I would almost say that in popular culture it's gone all too far that way where yeah. you can say do wallow in yourself pit, do True. the whole thing to like the Two max extremes but in in some segments of christianity it's yeah. gone the other way where you can't yeah i mean think about it in our our position at pastors there there is a struggle to understand how much of your humanity you can show yeah that's just kind of goes along with the territory, goes along with the job. We do our best to be honest and authentic. And yeah. I don't think that everyone should air everything that they're, all of their dirty laundry, like everything that you're going through doesn't need to be shared at all times. No, not but to everyone does, and anyone. Yeah, there like needs to be discretion. That's just across the board. There has to be discretion. It, there's no wisdom in that. But I do think if we look at the pattern of scripture, let's mm -hmm. take the psalmist, for example. Everyone loves the psalms. You know, everyone yeah, loves their jams and the psalms. But the reason we love the psalms, I think, is not because it's, it's clean and it's perfect. Even take the most famous Psalm, Psalm yeah. 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. <laughs> we like that part. Yeah. And yet right in the middle, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for the rod and thy staff to comfort me. Yeah. That gets crazy. Then he prepares a table for me, yeah. which is awesome. He prepares a feast, but in the presence of my 
enemies, which is not awesome. And then my cup overflows with blessings. So there is this honesty to the process. There's this honesty to the journey. If you look at the Psalms over and over and over and over and over and over in the Psalms, you find David being or whoever wrote it, him writing the most of them, being super open and honest and vulnerable Very about vulnerable. the things that he's going through. Yeah, he's and it's like a constant it. up and down and up it's and down up and, and down. up and down. I think sometimes we're afraid that God can't handle our problems, mm-hmm. but we forget that he already knows them. Yeah, that we just can't, we <laughs> can't go there. He knows you and he knows them. Yeah. He knows how to lead you. He knows how to guide you through. Yeah. And it's like this inward expectation of ourselves I think too that we have to be perfect to come to him or we have to have it all together to come to him or we have to have it all figured out before we can come to him or it's a weakness if we don't have it all together and in reality it's the complete opposite Romans 5 it says that while we are utterly helpless Christ came at just the right time yeah he literally came for our brokenness in the midst of our brokenness while we were still enemies he came for us not when we were friends and so I feel like we got to learn how to move in to this kind of open, safe, honest area mm-hmm. where you can have conversations with maybe somebody that you love and with you trust. Don't air all your dirty laundry to everybody all the no, time. Don't no. go too deep, too fast with somebody that you just met. Yeah. That's not That's good. A whole, yeah. That's not good for anybody. <laughs> but at the same time, you also have to do that in your personal journey with God. Listen, mm-hmm. I get in my truck and I I will have some strong worded conversations <laughs> with the Lord yep. about certain things. Arguments. Arguments. arguments, conversations, and I probably look like I'm crazy. That's why I just put the AirPods in. Nobody knows that I'm I'm not <laughs> talking to a human being. But you can have those conversations. For example, a number of weeks ago, I didn't want to speak a particular message. Yes, yeah. And I, I shared that in one of our services, or a yeah. couple of our services, that I didn't want to because, you know, we had guests. I wanted him to, to give me something that was easier. Lighter. Lighter. Less more funny, intense. Hilarious. You know, I yeah. wanted to be that guy. Yeah. And that wasn't necessarily what we got. Yeah. And so we had a fight about it on a Saturday night. And he not won. we. No, you. not we. <laughs> we. You. And he won. If you're going to follow him one step at a time, you kind of got to follow him. You kind of have to be uh, obedient. And probably one step at a time. Yeah. So we're talking about being open and honest, being able to communicate with God, with yeah. other people around you, that it's actually okay to express your negativity. We don't want to let it overwhelm ourselves, but yeah. it is okay to get it out because if you stuff it down, it will come out somewhere else. There's something to be said about everything in moderation. And I think in so many things, we have a penchant to swing to one extreme mm-hmm. or the other. And Definitely. we have this hard time finding this middle ground between yeah. being like not honest at all about how we're feeling versus being like way too negative about a right. situation. And it's like, where is that? in between where I can express what I'm feeling and express what I'm thinking and be honest, especially with God about where I'm at and not having to put on a mask or a face or anything, but then not just like dwelling in that. Sure. Oh, not easy. No. So here's what we're asking you to do is send in an email. I'm brett at engagechurch.ca. You can send it there. If that's too intimidating, hello at engagechurch.ca. <laughs> send in your questions, but also not only a question this week. Why don't you talk to us about your process? Yeah. What does it look like for you? And if that doesn't work, drop it into the comments. We'd love to chat with you about that. I want to remind you that you can watch this on Facebook Live on Tuesday nights, and we would love to be able to help you and your small group use this as a resource so if you want to do that you just send us that email hello at engagechurch.ca we'll get you hooked up don't forget you can link to the show notes below and we've got some questions and uh, some little timestamps in there for you we also got a little resource roundup every once in a while if we yeah. mention something we drop it down there thank you so much for watching once again i'm brett this is desiree you're watching the engage life only on the engage network <laughs> <laughs>